This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you. And if you were with us yesterday, you know we started a, a subject that I believe is vital for all of us. We're calling this, this week's program, I Thought but now I know. And that's the issue that we're talking about. How do we get from a place of thinking about something or saying, I thought, but then to get to the place of, I know. And that, I believe, will solve many problems for all of us because so often our own thoughts, our own opinions, our own mindsets gets in the way of the purposes of God. And yesterday we started by speaking about some scriptures in 1 Corinthians which really shows, Junie, the difference between man's thoughts, man's wisdom, and God's wisdom. For example, in 1 Corinthians one nineteen, we read, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. 1 Corinthians one twenty five, The foolishness of God is wiser than men. And then in verse 27, God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And then in 1 Corinthians 3.19, we read, For the wisdom of the world is foolishness with God. So the, the difficulty is that so often the ways of the world, our own ways, seem so logical, so reasonable, when we compare it to the ways and wisdom of God. But God wants to have his mind through Jesus operate in us, We need to live by the wisdom of God, not the wisdom of the world. And Junie, we spoke yesterday about Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. So many people quote this and sing it. But this is really a key. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. And we pointed out that in all your ways means in all your life. It's a manner of living. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge refers to knowing him. So we'll see throughout the course of this week that our ways, our doing, is directly related to the knowledge of God. And you know, Shelley, we find in Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, another scripture telling us about the difference between our ways and God's ways. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, 
So are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So, you know, if we really think about what these verses are telling us in Isaiah 55, it is incredible to think how much higher the heavens are from the earth. I mean, it's amazing, Shelley, even when we take an airplane, we're in the lower heavens, but not even coming near to the heavens that the scriptures are referring to. How much higher then are God's ways than my ways? But I have an encouragement in Isaiah 55, in verse 11, where it says, So shall my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. So we are involved in that, Shelley. If God's word comes out of his mouth and we shema, we hear and obey that word, God's promises, he will accomplish the words that he speaks. And, you know, we find his words from Genesis to Revelation. And so if we follow and obey the word of God, God's promises that he will accomplish it. It will not return void. Something will happen in our lives that will change us. And his life will become alive in us when we know the Messiah. It's true, Junie, and when we know the Messiah, we're going to come into the place where we're going to cry out for his wisdom and thoughts, because that's the real issue. And it's interesting to look at Proverbs 3 and Isaiah 55, that in Proverbs 3, there's a dramatic link between understanding and our ways. And in Isaiah 55, the link exists between the thoughts, our thoughts and our ways. So there's a dramatic link in keeping in mind that in Hebrew, the word for way is derek. It means manner or path, a way of life. We have a decision, a choice to make. We're either going to live by our own understanding and thoughts, or we're going to live by the thoughts of God and his ways. And so therefore, what is it, Junie? And this is what we're going to be talking about. What is it that will allow us to go from our living by saying, I think, or I thought, to the place where we could say, but now I know. The link to that comes by obedience to the word of God. Now, at first sight, this doesn't seem very logical. How can I do something if I don't understand it? But God tells us that the link between saying, I think, or I thought, to the place where we could say, I know, is really the obedience of God. Experiencing the word of God will bring about a deep, intimate knowledge of who God is. So this is critical. Again, this is what we're going to emphasize through the course of this week. We need to go from I think to I know, and the link there is doing the will of God. And you know, this teaching is really not just something you think, Shelley, but we actually find it in the Word of God. And when something speaks from the Word of God, remember it said in Isaiah, in the uh, Old Covenant, that God will not have his Word return void. And in the New Covenant, we see in uh, John chapter 7, 
verses 16 and 17. Jesus therefore answered them, being the Jews who were asking questions, and said, My teaching is not mine, but he who sent me. So we see a connection here from Isaiah, where God spoke through Isaiah that his word will be accomplished. It will not return void. Jesus said, my teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. Verse 17, if any man is willing to do his will, meaning my father's will, he shall know of the teaching, whether it is of God or whether I speak from myself. Junie, it's so powerful, and again, at first glance, it's so contrary to our natural way of thinking, because you take things in a worldly manner. How can you know something? How I'll put it this way. How can you do something before you know it? But God, you know, so often, God's ways, as we read before, are not our ways. His thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts. And God is saying, if you are willing to do his will, you will know, that's it, you will know, not just the doctrine, but you will know Jesus, you will know the Lord, you will know the Word. The link between thinking and knowing is doing and being willing to do the will of God. It's having, experiencing the Word of God, which will give us knowledge of the one who calls us. And you know, Shelley, we had that happen in our life when God spoke to you and called you to leave your prosperous job as vice president um, and branch manager of a major stock brokerage firm where you made much money. And then you were a troubleshooter helping managers um, do their offices um, uh, according to what would be prosperous, and you made a lot of money. And here we were called to the woods in northern Minnesota to live in a Christian community where you would make no money, where we had no income, where I didn't even know how we would feed our children or clothe our children. But because we obeyed the word of God, because you really knew it was God speaking to you, over the eight and a half years that we lived on the farm, and now the 23 years that we've lived here in Phoenix, we have discovered and we know that God knows our needs, God takes care of us, God has accomplished keeping us healthy, he's accomplished um, giving us enough for food and clothing and to pay our bills, and he asked you to do something that seemed impossible. And when you obeyed, and at that time our children were very young, now we're older and our children are all married. Uh, thank the Lord, we have 10 grandchildren. Our family has grown from 5 to 18. And it's amazing because all of our children, their mates and our grandchildren, know the Lord and love him. God has shown himself faithful before we might have thought he was faithful because we read that in his word. 
But now we can say, we know the Lord is faithful. So if God is speaking to you to do something that seems impossible, maybe your marriage is breaking up or your children are really going through trouble and the Lord's ways, read his ways, read how he encourages us through the Torah, through the prophets, through the epistles, through the gospels, even the book of Revelation, his word comes to pass. It will not return void. And I want to encourage you that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, even Jesus, who is the king of the Jews, is faithful. You might not be faithful. I might not be faithful. People might not be faithful to us, but God is faithful. His word will not return void. He will accomplish all that he sent it out to do. And you and I, Shelley, and every listener will be able to say, before I thought, but now I know. So God's calling all of us to experience the word. And I remember the word that God gave me. I've not called you to a new career, but to a new way of life. We need to understand the ways of God by walking it out. In the psalm, it says, God revealed his acts to Israel but he revealed his ways to Moses. How did Moses get to know God? How was Moses called a friend of God? He did the word. He walked out in faith what God called him to do. So if you're still thinking about things, if you think you know the Lord, God wants you to come to the place of knowing him. Before I thought, but now I know. Father, I pray that every one of our listeners will be touched by the Spirit of the living God and by your Word, and will start walking out the Word, will be living the Word, that the Word would be made flesh in them, and they would come to a deepening knowledge of Jesus. We pray this in his holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 That's P.O. Box 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 And you can also contact them on their website ShellyAndJuneVolk.com That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com Until next time The Lord bless thee and keep thee The Lord make his face to shine upon thee And be gracious unto thee The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.